Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. If success has common factors, what are they? Well, who better to hear from than a man with extraordinary business nous and a passion for animals? Deirdre Gelderman has some answers, following his extended experience working with all kinds of businesses. Although it wasn't always so. You see, Diedrich is a veterinarian who, as a young man, built a struggling one-man practice into an award-winning veterinary hospital, servicing the Hunter Valley. His passion for treating animals was matched by his sharp business acumen, and Diedrich soon began coaching other vet professionals under the highly successful Turbocharge Your Veterinary Practice seminars. Over the years, he shared his knowledge and advice with business people, including bakery franchises, airlines, architecture practices. The list is long. So what conclusions has he reached about those common factors for success? Deirdre Gelderman shares his thoughts with Heather Dawson. There's actually about four common denominators that I see. The first one and probably the most important one is a leader who engages the team and engages uh, the clients, uh, you know, leader with passion, with purpose, with vision. And I think Steve Jobs is sort of the classic example of that. The second thing that I see, and I see it rarely, and that's why I'm smiling as I say this, is businesses that do well are nice to their clients. And unfortunately, it's so hard to find businesses whose team members are actually nice to people. And, And there's so little nice in the world today, it's easy to stand out when you are nice. A third commonality is leaders or owners that take the time to work on the business. And as a classic example, you know, take time out of the business to work on the business. And again, easy to say, but not easy to do. And if you look at Jack Welsh and, and Jobs and Gates and all those, they actually had scheduled time. I mean, Jack Welsh had what he called looking at the window time scheduled in his diary for half an hour every day. And then the last thing is systematising it. And you'd be a Michael Gerber fan, I'm, I'm sure. So 80% of everything in a business can be systematised. That allows the team members to do really good things consistently well through systems. I'm surprised what you say about um, people not really being nice to their clients. Is that really what you found? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And maybe I shouldn't say this, but I had a a wake-up call, oh, gee, 25 years ago, and I was always a good vet, or so I believe, and I think you've got to be honest whether you're good or not. But one of my clients, one of my really good clients said to me, you're not a very nice person. He said, I come here because I respect you and because you're a really good vet, but you're not very nice. And that was, <laughs> it was very hard to hear, but it was necessary. And, and when I looked at that, he was absolutely correct. And uh, I totally changed that. And I guess I'm more aware of it now. And, and again, when you're going to shops and whatnot, do you often run into nice people? <laughs> Well, Diedrich, you started out mentoring veterinarians, but you've also worked at, for example, Brumbies Bakeries franchise, um, an airline company, architectural firm, Kit McGrath Centre, just to mention a few really diverse business types. So how can you do that? Because they're all so different. 
Business is business. At, at the end of the day, you've got, as we said a second ago, you've got a, a leader that with a vision, a purpose, uh, an overarching why he or she and, and also the team should get out of bed every morning. And without a leader with a passion and a purpose, there, there is no business. And I think Jim Collins put that together really well in a book called From Good to Great. So there's the leader, then you have the team and, and team is team. Whether they're working in a vet practice or on a Brumby's bakery, you need to engage the team. They need to have a reason to get out of, of bed every morning and, and serve the clients. And then the clients, I mean, a client is a client. It doesn't matter whether the client's an accounting client or a veterinary practice client or a, someone walking onto a, a plane. I mean, they're all clients and they will need to be treated nicely. So when you get your leadership right, when you get your team right, and when you get your clients right, you know, business works. Well, from all the businesses that you talk to all the time, what do you think the average business owner's biggest headache is? And is there a solution? Biggest headache that I see is the team and engaging the team. And I just see it again and again and again and again in industry after industry. And it gets back to that leadership. Give the team a reason to get out of bed. Give them the tools to help them do their job. Give them feedback, not mamby-pamby, oh, you did a good job, mate. You know, but they want honest feedback. Most people want to be good at what they do. They want to enjoy coming to work. They want to help the clients. You know, give them the tools to do it and and get out of the road. And um, I think that's it. Now, many business owners get burnt out and disenchanted with their businesses. What can you do to avoid that? Have fun at work is a really big thing. Um, One of the things when I work with practices, in in a lot of cases, we'll put in what I call a director of fun. I don't believe fun can be left to chance. There's a practice I was working with years ago and I walked in and they had a mood meter. So anyone at any time of the day could move the mood meter to where they felt, you know, whether it was a good day or a bad day. And it was at a very bad day angle. And I said to the lady that did it, I said, what's the story? She says, it's my birthday and it's lunchtime and no one said anything to me. Um, So I believe fun is really, really important to keep businesses engaged and an owner that loves the business. And again and again and again and again, I see owners that are in the business because they feel they have to be there. I've talked to many and I won't say I've talked them into leaving because that'd be totally untrue, but I've got them to face up to the fact that they no longer love the business. And if they don't love the business, they can't engage the team, the team then can't engage the client and it's a downhill slippery slope. So they need to either be re-engaged and reinvigorated or they need to step aside and let someone else run the business or, or own the business. They need to sell the business and do something that they're passionate about again. Now, Diedrich, you speak, present and work all over the world. Now, I'm not sure if this is going to relate to what you said earlier about being nice to clients, but do you have any views or thoughts about the level of uh, customer service that exists in Australia and elsewhere? Yeah, so um, Ibisworld, who run out of uh, Melbourne here, did a survey, and I can't remember it was back in 2012 or 13. It's reasonably contemporaneous. And the Australian client, the Australian public, is the third most demanding of customer service expectations or has the third highest customer service expectations on the planet. And yet in the same survey, our customer service in Australia was rated as 10. So there's a bit of a divide there. You know, we really want really excellent customer service and we're providing it poorly. So again, I just see so often when I work with businesses that you do a little bit of customer service training. And it's not the training. The team needs to love it and and engage in it and want to do it. They can't be whipped into doing it. But when you get them to love what they do and want to serve clients and help them out, the business just changes dramatically. Do most business owners have a common weakness, do you think? And, And if you say yes, Diedrich, what would it be? 
Leadership, what we talked about before, leadership is the biggest weakness. And most business owners fall into business by default. I don't think there's many that actually go into business expecting to be the business owner or the business leader. And therefore, they are typically a car mechanic or an accountant or a hairdresser or whatever, and they end up owning the business. And they're really good at their technical role, but they're not good at leadership. And they don't understand that you know, a lot of us think that leadership is an innate skill. You know, we're born as natural leaders and, and some people probably are, but you know, 90% of leadership is learnt. And when they understand that every business needs a leader and without a leader, you don't have a business. And when they make the time to learn leadership and when they make the time to put leadership in place, then things are really good for them. Well, here's another question for you, Diedrich. If you were tasked with growing a business quickly and you could only do one thing, what would that be? Yeah, back to the being nice. Um, Again, I've just seen that happen so often where we talk to the front of house staff and teach them some just really simple phone answering skills and being nice to clients. So the client at five to six is your closing. It's the same quality of service as the client at five past nine when you're opening and you just stand out. The other thing I think that so many business owners do is they take a simple business and make it complex. I mean, so many business owners are looking for secrets that are held only by, you know, the guru on the mountaintop or the, or the prophet in, in the middle of the desert or something like that. And they're looking for this secret or that secret or or whatever it happens to be. You know, business is really simple. It's just like weight loss is really simple. Just like getting fit is really simple. But we want to complexify it. We want to think there's a, a piece of magic or a magic cure or something. You know, just keep it simple. That was Diedrich Gelderman. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S dot com dot A-U.